Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Hey everyone, and welcome to Elijah Streams. Today's Monday, October 30th, 2023. I'm your host, Kelsey O'Malley, filling in for Steve Schultz. I pray you guys had an amazing weekend. How many of you were actually able to go to the live intelligence briefing in Warrior, Alabama, or how many of you guys got to watch that? It was so powerful. If you did not get a chance to catch that, we are going to be uploading that to our Rumble page tonight. So make sure you check that out. It will be live tonight. Uh, Stay tuned. You're going to want to go watch that. And I know Steve, well, he'll be back tomorrow, and I'm sure he will share much more on this, but make sure you check that out. Today is Monday, so you already know who my guest is. I have Johnny Enloe on today, and he's going to be tackling some very recent topics, things that need to be discussed. So today's episode is going to be um, really something I think needed for many many people. Uh, It's going to be very powerful. But before I bring him on, we're so excited about what God is doing through your generous giving to Elijah Streams. Thank you for partnering with us to make an impact in people's daily lives around the world. You are making a difference. We want to share with you what your donations are doing. This is Florence's story. Initially, the leader of the village wanted a water source because he saw the need in the community. And when he reached out to us, she was one of the places that we visited her area. And when we checked the place, there was no water that you could be able to drill a water source, a water well. And so she believed that the water well will be in this area. But with the surveyors, after checking everything, like there was no way. And she said, no, that water well is going to be in this place. So she took a step of faith and she was listening to a pastor. And as the pastor was sharing, he mentioned something and said, if there is something that the enemy has taken away from you, it is a point to claim it back. And so she decided to hold the dirt from the ground and claimed the water well in that exact spot. After the surveyors had moved around the whole village and the Shomasi team, they definitely came back to the exact same spot. And that is what the Lord does. She took a step of faith and now the community is being blessed by the water well that is in this area. Lives are being changed. A number of people have given their lives to Christ exactly at this spot. She is a living like testimony. The water source is just exactly in the town center and everyone can come and drink from this very source. Clean, safe, and also receive Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, (laughs) so thank you so much. Together, we can continue to bring clean water to those in need. Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate. And there truly is nothing more important in life than receiving Jesus. So thank you guys again so much for your generous donations, for being obedient to the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, when he puts that little nudge on us, hey, give to Elijah's dreams and we're obedient to that. You know, it's so pleasing to God. So if you feel so led today, you can click the link in the description or in the comments. You can also mail in your gift. And thank you again. God bless you guys. We so appreciate every single dollar that comes in. All right, it's Monday. So today we have Johnny Enloe on. Maybe this is your first time watching today's show. Johnny Enloe is the founder of Restore 7. He is an author and a prophet, and his heart is that people all over the world would rise to their calling, 
would come to share the love of Christ to the world. And I'm so honored to have him on with us today. Let's get today's episode started of Johnny Enlow Unfiltered. 13, 49 hours declaring it a riot. My message hasn't changed. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children. Hey, Johnny, great to be back with you again. Well, hello, Kelsey. It's so great of you to fill in on your birthday. Uh-huh. Y'all didn't know that. So everybody's singing together. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kelsey. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. So yes. Johnny, you're such a you're such a dad. <laughs> <laughs> I said just before you came on, it was funny that you did that because we just talked about how when people sing to you or like put all the attention on you for your birthday, you're like, ah, <laughs> because. You don't really like it, you know, but thank you for wishing me a happy birthday. I appreciate it. It's true. I hope you do have a very happy birthday. I appreciate it. All right, Johnny, there's a a big elephant in the room. I want to start with that. And that is, of course, IHOP and Mike Bickle and what is unfolding currently um, over the last couple of days. So let's just talk about that for a second. Yeah. And, you know, I will say right up front that I want to go more in depth on this and um, probably our next program, we might even do a special one on it, but with Steve, because it's worth going in into even more detail, but wanted to um, at least say something. It is just mm-hmm. very, very fresh. It's all come out in the last couple of days. And for those of you asking, what are you talking about? Well, there are some um, allegations of sexual immorality by Mike Bickle, who is the uh, I guess, founder of IHOP International House uh, of Prayer out of Kansas City. And these are brought to the forefront, forefront by his own leadership. And they have found the accusations to be credible. And they are of uh, sexual immorality over the course of decades. I'm not bringing the accusations. I'm just saying that's what you can find. I think, I think you can find it on IHOP's uh, page there. And there's, uh, you know, things uh, brought up on a video in front of their church. And there was some level of explanation, I think, done on Friday night. Then really they progressed and, and, and I don't say confessed a little bit more or told a little bit more that it, that it that did go into sexual immorality, just to make sure it was clear on their Sunday morning um, at, at the uh, was it Forerunner Church, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, so if you hadn't heard that is that is out there and then the i don't have it in front of me the the founding board members and leaders found the accusations to be credible and so mike bickle has not uh confessed to anything and so just my first uh comments you know some have been reaching out say oh you've been telling us this was going to this was going to happen uh for a while and to that i'll just say um Really, over the last couple of years, there's been way, way more. I haven't brought attention to it. It's really wow. about two years ago I started bringing attention to the Lord to show me that this cleanup, we talk of the deep state and everything else, right? It, it's not going to go around the church. Judgment begins in the house of the Lord. And, and 
Honestly, there's behavior that's been going on for a long, long, long time in the household of God. And there's, mm. um, you know, I have had these throwaway comments over and over just about the compromise, particularly in mega church settings, in big ministry. Um, and I haven't gone into a lot into why that is. But, uh, you know, just to remind, I'm not here to do all the exposure of the names, but in some ways, I remember whatever it was, 20 or more, 30 years ago when there was the Jim Baker, Jimmy Swaggart stories that came out. They kind of dominated mm -hmm. all the news because it was so rare. But there's like so many going on that um, it's not registered as high, we'll say, on the Richter scale of shock as it did then. So over the last couple of years, you've, we have several documentaries on, on Hillsong, on Brian Houston and him stepping down from uh, Hillsong of Carl Lenz, um, yeah. pastoring the New York uh, branch, I guess, of, of Hillsong and some other things related to Hillsong. Again, I'm, my point here is not to go into them, but um, there's also Jerry Lewis, uh, Jerry Lewis um, <clears throat> from Jerry Falwell from Liberty University and uh, Jerry Falwell Jr. and the things, and there's documentaries on that, and the mm. reports, and they're, hor you know, they're just terrible. And yep. Bill Gothard um, Institutes, Basic Institutes, and uh, I forget what it's called now, you know, very popular, hundreds of thousands, millions of American Christians have gone through his stuff. And so there is exposure, and there's a variety of documentaries that have come out on that as well in the last couple of years. Southern Baptist Convention, have put out their own, uh, in a way, self-policing report of hundreds of cases of sexual immorality. Oh, and there's, my goodness. as of yesterday, even there's another lawsuit by a group of uh, abuse victims. Um, I don't know if they wow. already released it. And so um, that's oh. going on. Um, you have um, it, a multiple level. Um, it, it's a... ARC, these are megachurch pastors, um, and there's a number of them that have also, uh, you know, within their circle, it was very well known. Um, it's amazing. Again, they're, they're barely, we'll say, a level below uh, what we're talking about when we talk about Hillsong or Bill Gothard or the other. And and so these, I'm just telling you, this is not just this, somebody say, oh, is this the start? No, this is, it's been going on. But mm -hmm. it is going to another level. It's part of the cleanup that has to take place. And I will tell everybody right mm -hmm. up front, if you're used to hearing ministers come up and say, well, let's just pray for Brother Mike and that he be restored. That is not my focus. And mm -hmm. it's not my priority. And and it, uh, I have too much history on the other side. I have told mm -hmm. you wow. um, about being a part of um, confronting ministers and and how they had the best charade going. And and um, wow. and so it made it where no one even believed me. I had 10 signed affidavits from women who were sexually abused by a minister. Oh, my gosh. And the body of Christ wouldn't wouldn't believe it. He remained in ministry for 20 years despite <gasps> that. And the ones that came running to protect were, you know, other big names in the body of Christ who I then found out they had their stuff going on. And there's a reason why they're like a club wow. that comes together and they protect and cover each other. But the Lord gave wow. me six sisters and uh, four daughters. And so I have this thing of where I where I heavily my first instinct is believe the women in my personal history and decades mm. of covering these things. And I've confronted major ministries behind the scenes. 
um, household names oh, Johnny. That, I, that I didn't bring up before everybody. And, and um, I have found it's in high 90s. They're telling the truth. OK. And so um, people are why they could be telling they could be lying. They could be they, they could be. But I'll just tell you decades of dealing with scores and scores of these. And when I've brought it up before, even on this program, it has caused for there to be scores more of them to send in emails and whatnot to me. So I have a list of scores of other women and ladies who were uh, um, sexually preyed upon by a a man of God. And there's nothing they can do. And I would have to literally quit everything else in order because I would, even though my first instinct is I believe them, but then I yeah. have to go, I would actually have to go do the, the due diligence and, yeah. and make right. fortunately for us in this case, we'll say uh, IHOP's own leadership did enough due diligence to say he needs to step down because it's credible and it's for decades and it's multiple. And wow. so I think it's very important at this time, the body of Christ, not just rally around um, you know, the big name and like, how do we get him back? How do we restore him? Mm-hmm, and boy, mm-hmm. how did the devil sneak in some, uh, you know, some flus or whatever. And, and this just- is so good, Johnny, you're saying all this because I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I've, I work with other TV. Me- I, no one is, would, would publicly say what you're saying right now, just for the fear of the backlash of other ministers saying what you're saying right now. Um, but it is absolutely the truth. And it's, you, and, it's yeah, true. you know, it. you know, it. and that's so many, um, I'll just say there's so many people, but particularly so many ladies I'm involved. Uh, I, you know, I have leadership people that have been close to the situation there in Kansas city and they have said it's, it, it's legit. And they're trying to stand and support, um, the ladies, women, and the expectation that there's more, uh, that are going to come out. And I'm just going to say wow. that is this is important just this moment for if if you are a lady as because this primarily goes in that direction, a woman, a lady, girl, whatever. And you have and you have this kind of information, you know, you've been preyed upon by and quote a man of God and and preyed upon sexually. And and but it's on you. It's been he's 90 something percent of the case. They will tell you if you tell it's going to destroy this ministry and how much damage you're going to cause to the kingdom of God. And it is not on you. That is not on you. Do not carry that weight. That's, that's a decision they made. That's a choice they made. And they've also overrated how important they are. There's no, there's no present anointing on planet earth. There's no church that you know of. There's no ministry that is so important to the kingdom of God that uh, he's, he's okay with them operating in, in sexual immorality. Um, so Absolutely not. get over that. They've way overrated themselves. It doesn't matter if it seems to have moved millions of people even. Yeah, there's a recovery process for the body of Christ. But part of the recovery cost for the body of Christ is learning the lessons that need to be learned. And this is I'll, I'll just fit in. This is um, uh, fit in the, the, this little plug for the seven mountain message, because people ask, how does this happen? I've already had that question multiple times in the last couple right. of days. Exactly. How does does this happen? And how do people around him that are so close genuinely not know? That's always the question that comes to my head, too. How do you not know? Well, and often here's what happens. It is usually what I have found. It's a very it's a a small people that definitively know at the very top. 
and it's it's a secret of all secrets. And then there's one level below. There's the enablers, and the enablers are often very good people, and they you know they have bought into how important this man of God is or this ministry mm. is, wow. and they're often very sincere before the Lord, and and they're the ones in a in a key position now because so many of those um, that have believed in Mike tremendously but mm-hmm. then are also ones that knew the victims and they know them that they're, and it's just, it's devastating for them. And so the ones that are actually having to be the most mature now and do the proper biblical confronting are having to do so while being uh, just absolutely um, <clears throat> devastated themselves. Right. And so this is just, uh, just a reality, but back to uh, making the seven mountain connection is, is when you only validate, as ministry, he who has a pulpit or platform, mm-hmm. and you know my uh, uh, the template I have the seven mountains, the seven mountain mandate is a call not just to the mountain of religion where the church is, but media, economy, government, education, family, arts, entertainment, religion in, included in there. And so my message is: one hundred percent of the body of Christ are called to be ministers. Only a maximum of three percent to do so in what is traditional church setting as their primary role. The rest, wow. the other. So I go around telling the body of Christ, 100% of you are ministers and need to be anointed ministers. But because we've so lifted up this thing of the platform preacher, we have That's everyone right. uh, bowing to it too much or trying to be it. And and so this That's obsession good. with this, this, this particular role of he who has a pulpit on the mountain of religion has caused there to be such adulation, such overemphasis on this position that yeah. both the individual himself thinks he's, you know, all that. And and then the the ones he takes advantage of, they're, they don't know how to process, but ultimately they're like, oh my goodness, I can't be responsible for this thing falling down. It's like, yes, you can. It's some kind of tower of Babel at the end. If it can be, if it can be brought down, uh, mm-hmm. I'm not saying bring it down if it can be brought down, but you do not need to uh, be the victim of it all. You know, I'm yeah. just so reminded of of Jesus and the woman caught in the act of adultery and that whole setup. And it was done by religious uh, leaders as well. And so the woman is brought there and, and the way the story's told, it's like pretty obvious she has to be a prostitute because they don't bring the guy. So they mm-hmm. know how to catch her and they don't bring the guy. And so, you know, here's Jesus is going to defer an opportunity in in front of a crowd in the temple early on in ministry. He's going to defer the opportunity to make a point about against adultery. Like, yes, she blew it. She needs to be stoned. He's mm-hmm. going to say, no, um, this lesson, uh, I am not going to have this lesson proclaimed on on her, on her and her be the victim of it. And and yeah, he also when he says I I don't condemn you either because he knows that no woman volunteers to be a prostitute like you don't just like one day say I think I'll be a prostitute like something right. happened when he says I don't I I know what I know you are already victimized by men before and this is a final victimization where they want you stoned so I I just want mm-hmm. everyone to know I am going to lean towards the women the girls that tell on this and say stop allowing it, stop taking it, stop thinking it's on you and on your responsibility to keep quiet. So the body of Christ survives, the kingdom of God survives, this anointed man survives. 
it's not on you. Yes. And it's, and they, and probably you too, have way overrated uh, how important mm -hmm. and vital they are to the, to the body of Christ. And it's essentially, and we'll be done telling more and I was going to start feeling the Lord on this too. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. You know, it's the sin of Samson. You're asking like, how do, how do they do this? How do they, how do the people around them enable it? And, but I'll, I'll just tell you, uh, Kelsey, what I've watched and observed mm -hmm. and seen firsthand is it's the same deception that came on Samson. And it's, mm. you know, Samson went into the harlot. He was going into Delilah. And right. they come and say, Samson, Samson, the Philistines are after you. And he rises up and and he the strength is there as before. Mm -hmm. So he gets deceived by the fact that the anointing is still there. And this is what happened. There's there's pastors who stepped into adultery, immorality, worse stuff than that. They step in front of the pulpit and they will lead people um, into salvation. They'll see the Holy Spirit come. Their gifting will still function. Yes. And, and so it deceives them into thinking that, oh my, I am so vital and important to the Lord, to the body of Christ, to the kingdom. He's making an exception for me. He understands I'm a man of special needs. I don't know if you know how many times that goes around, that goes around at the high level in the body of Christ. Those who are in those circles know like, well, he's a man. He, the, the man who have messed, I, I, there's another name from the last two years I didn't bring up and uh -huh. one of the things I'm just going to say it anyway, is Ravi Zacharias. Mm -hmm. And, and that's right. One of the things he was saying um, to, you know, it's over 200 uh, uh, girls from what we understand is he would say over and over and over is that, you know, he's a man who has special needs and the Lord knows it. So they would actually be helping the cause of the Lord. And so this type of, uh, uh, of, of it's crap. It, it's it's just, so evil. It's yeah. so evil. It, it's, it's so evil. And so you think because you can still operate in your gifting that it's okay. But there comes a point with Samson, it says, and he, it says in the King James, and he wist not, which means he did not realize that the spirit of God had left him. And so wow. there is a moment like the gifting, your gifts and calling without repentance, but there is a point where you've just given your over to that so much that right. it says the spirit of God left and he didn't even know it. And wow. so this is, this is what happens. And I'll just say <clears throat> at the mega church level, there is so much compromise. There's a culture of compromise. There's a culture of stardom. There's a culture of yeah. we're above the people. And, and it, 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 it doesn't mean 100% are in that, but that's the culture that's there. And as mm -hmm. you begin to interact um, with it, um, and, and, uh, um, yeah, that's where I'll, I'll save for another time, but I was beginning to go, I was, I've spoken at a bunch of mega church, um, events, churches mm -hmm. and conferences, and there is a culture you become a part of and, and it's in it, there's a yuckiness there. And yeah. then you go to the green rooms and it's a yuckiness there. It's not a very spiritual word. But I'm I'm just saying, and I'm not I'm not crucifying. Uh, I've had personal interaction with uh, Mike Bickle, and, and it was a pleasant. It was good. Mm -hmm. uh, our last interaction was good. We haven't had a whole lot, but I'll I'll just uh, I'm 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 not here 
to um, make this case that Mike Bickle needs to be uh, restored. Um, my case is same that Jesus did, where he's like, you're not sacrificing this woman to make a point. And so yeah. I am not willing for women to be sacrificed for some point of restoration of somebody or of ministers or ministry yeah. or whatever. And so right. that, that, that just, that foolishness has to stop. And yes. so ladies don't feel whoever else, even related to uh, Mike himself, whoever else needs to be strong and, and do the courageous thing. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, if you're not sure what, what is find somebody, um, um, and I'm just going to throw out a couple names, Michael and Terry um, Sullivan. Um, uh -huh. get that name right from why all of a sudden would I ever forget that name? He's my friend, but I need to uh, make sure I got the name. <laughs> yes, yeah, because you're on the spot. <laughs> Sullivan. Um, they're from the Kansas City area, and mm -hmm. and um, I'm just saying if you need to talk to somebody um, that's going to be friendly towards you, because I just needed to point to somebody. In Kansas City, we have a long history uh, with them. We've had to deal and be confronting another uh -huh. situation years ago. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And so that's why I know um, that, that I, I know where their heart is. And I'm just saying, if you're in the Kansas City area and, and we're not trying to find more people to tell on Mike, because this is across this is across the globe. This is a huge problem in Africa. So I know this for those listening in our African countries that follow us as well. Saying stop letting these men put the pressure yes. on you yes. in the first place to bow to their sexual demands. And then it is not your responsibility to keep them floating or their church floating or their ministry floating. And it's not on you. They violated it when, when they made, made those decisions. So yeah. I, uh, I am, I'm for you and for that. So anyway, I had to get that out there. There's yeah, there's so much to say, honestly, we could easily take the whole show and talk, talk about all this, but thank you for sharing your heart and, sharing out of God's word too, because obviously when we read the Bible, we, it's very clear, um, on who should be teaching and who should be leading and above reproach. And I just want to comment real quick and, and say that, you know, a lot of times God's judgment coming upon someone for doing something is his mercy that that person doesn't die in that sin with that secret, that they would have the opportunity to repent of it. So my prayer is. is that we That's repentance. Correct. And we see, um, we see repentance and, and we see the truth coming, coming out about it. So I hope, I, so I hope we see that unfold, but I guess we'll see in the days coming. Um, all right, Johnny, go ahead. Right on, right on. Just say right on, uh, Kelsey, that would just be a wonderful trend as well. If we see somebody who has been caught, uh, red-handed wherever it is. And it's like, let me just confess whoever's out there listening and you're one of these it doesn't matter if you're a famous minister or not. If you have right. been there, it would be it, it, it will go viral in a good way as well. If you just like, OK, I don't know what I'm going to lose if I if I come clean on this. But I just I just need to. And so you 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 confess your sin. You come out That's and right. there is, you know, it, scripture says fall on the rock. The rock falls on you. That's and right. so. And this this is a season for that. If we if we haven't been able to tell if we're thinking that there's just going to be deep state and government and everywhere else is going to be confronted and brought down when we have essentially our own version of the deep state and the body of Christ that is uh, that has not been properly. It, it has been being attention has been being drawn to in the last couple of years, but it hasn't received 
um, as big a, a, a notice from heaven as it's in the process of getting uh, right around the corner as well. So, but we, right. we really have to uh, allow the Lord to clean house in that kind of, yes. in that kind of way as well. Yes. And I pray we keep seeing that unfolding of yeah. the, the lack of the fear of the Lord in the church is mind blowing that there is no fear of God. And that's a huge underlying problem with all of this is there is no fear of God. It is, I am in power. I'm in authority. I'm in control. I do what I want. And it needs, all of this needs, I hope it implodes. And we see many people um, realizing that there's spiritual abuse happening and um, just that the church has a drastic change. I really do pray for that because we need it so bad. Um, no, just to so add to that, I know we were going to shift out of there, but you brought up, yeah, it's like the fear of the Lord has left the building and actually left a long time ago. But I'm telling you how it deceives those at the top, because you would think that those who are talking about their level of revelation and encounter and things that they would be the ones um most protected from from that but crazily it works backwards sometimes it works the opposite where they feel entitled from it obviously i'm special there's little different rules for me there's this thing of different rules for me that dominates wow. in that type of thinking and it's the samson effect mm. it's like i'm so okay. important i i have so many big victories that yes i'm with delilah but you know um the lord's still there for me you know when i when I make wow. an altar call, he's there. When I pray, wow. I feel. And so that's the deception. The fear of the Lord goes. And then there's the moment where if you if you understand what took place to Samson, he did not know the spirit of God had left him. So that's a terrible place. You're so used that's to right. ignoring him. You don't even know when he left. And then the wow. next thing is your eyes are gouged out. Your vision is lost. So, yeah, this yes. is a word for uh, ministers and ministries everywhere. May the fear of the Lord be released, even as we're amen. addressing that uh, right amen. now. Yes. Amen. All right, Johnny, I'm going to bring you to our first question so we can shift gears here because last week you had an episode where you blew the shofar and people received indications in their body for their anointing for the seven mountains. So the question kind of was, Okay, if we felt a particular thing in our body, what what do we do now after receiving that? So, and we know that's a question we get a lot. I, I you know, I spoke into it as some during the program. I think during ministry time as well. But it's there's so many things happening at one time. It's it's worth slowing down and and covering that base in a better way. First of all, to say yeah, it was really a special time last week and um uh, literally it's the biggest feedback we've ever gotten from when we wow. you know blew the shofar for signs it within two days there's over a thousand comments of 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 how they felt the power of god and um praise the lord and just all kinds of descriptions if you could look at I, that wasn't even looking at the live comments on on, on rumble that would be going on say right now, but just as it would come on, on the page afterwards, uh, rumble comments. And then I asked on my own, our own Johnny and Elizabeth Enlow Facebook for those who didn't get a chance to uh, tell there. And so there was five or 600 more uh, comments where they would tell about just how their life had changed. You know, some anywhere from 
uh, some was like tingling that they never felt, but then there was like literally being um, knocked over by the Holy Spirit and rocked in, in powerful wow. ways. And so we want to we want to get into um, understanding that. So, you know, to remind um, just briefly, it's hard to do back to back programs when you need to hear the first one. And we'll recommend that if you didn't hear that, but we'll try to catch you up. I was telling about five levels of anointing that the Lord was releasing and I felt would be releasing you when I was blowing the shofar. That's really saying it in, in very short. And I was, um, and I'm, I'm just going to rebring this up because it was new, but I really got it from the Holy spirit and he spoke into just my own experience, uh, with it. And so there was a, a level one anointing that you can carry. can be imparted to you where it's like, you know, you get goosebumps and presence, but mm -hmm. it's something, um, you're like, oh, wow, the presence is here. You, you're sensitive, but you can leave it and you can walk away from it. And there's a level mm -hmm. two where you're like gripped by it. It's like it's it's not so easy. It's like you're under you're under you're under something you're under. Um, it can be a shaking, a power, and it's uh, almost impossible to leave. Uh, but you mm -hmm. can if you're just somebody just yanks you out of it. You could could get out of it. And a level three is um, I say. Uh, well, I talked about, and it can be you know, probably more questions on, on those. If I'd read them all that, it will change your, it'll change your blueprint. And, and so, um, these were even the seven mountain signs that we were talking about, like your right arm will go numb. When I blow the shofar, it'll be a sign. You have a call to the mountain of economy. Your left arm will go numb. Mountain of arts entertainment. You'll feel a hand on your head, the mountain of media, et cetera, et cetera. That's from last did you week. get Did you get all of those in the specific body parts from, did the Lord reveal all of that to you? Yes. And okay. I, think I, I may have, uh, that may have been a question Steve had, have asked me and I'll, I'll br briefly remind. This was several years ago. Um, I began asking the Lord, I said, Lord, is there a way we can fast forward the impact of this message for the body of Christ? Because, because it is a pioneering message. It's one uh -huh. that, um, particularly in the early days, it, you know, it was slower for people to grasp and get it. And particularly for me, I was known, my ministry was signs and wonders, healing, presence, power, prophetic. And that's what I was doing. And then there was a shifting into the seven mountains and it was a, a shifting into we have got to show up with the kingdom, not just like we're doing now in a beautiful meeting where there's signs and wonders and power and healing. That's awesome. But we have to have kingdom activated Monday through Friday in every area of society. And we have to recognize that as a kingdom mission field and that it's for the 100 percent, not just the 3 percent that, that do this on the side. And so the message is very needed, but it, there wasn't enough attention um, being given. So I just said, Lord, if we had a supernatural attention getter so that people would would stop and go, whoa, um, what's what's this? Um, then they would want to dig in more. And so he's like, yeah, I said. So it started out. This was in Columbia, South America as a meeting. And I remember going back in my mind right now. Even I said, Lord, what about if tonight I just say. Like, for instance, if you have a special assignment on the mountain of economy or business, God is going to confirm that with your right hand going numb when I blow the shofar or it's going to begin to shake all on its own. Like you can't stop it. Mm -hmm. And um, and he said, 
Sure. So we did it. And um, we had, you know, there was, uh, there was a few hundred in that particular um, meeting. Um, and there's about 50 of them that, and so I began to ask what happened. My arms suddenly went numb. It started, I can't stop it. It's shaking. And so I was like, yes, Lord. So then yes. he threw attention to the message and that he's, you know, he's anointing for ministry. This connects to the point we're making before we have this, these heroes of the pulpit when he really wants to establish us, uh, the whole body of Christ anointed for ministry and good works and power. And so then, you know, the next meeting, I was like, can we add another one? He goes, sure. I go, arts and entertainment. And, and, and I go, what's the sign? And he goes, well, what do you want it to be? And so I go, well, how about the same that was on the right arm? We go on the left arm. He goes, okay. So we went one by one by one and increased wow. and increased my faith until we had all seven till, you know, I think the highlight was um, speaking to, uh, I can't remember, it was seven or 9,000 youth in Brazil and, oh and, um, and doing the signs and then watching it like, 90% of them went into the very activated signs. Like sometimes it's people, it's softer and sometimes it's really powerful because one of the signs is crying. One of the signs is laughing. And mm -hmm. so there was laughing, crying, falling, shaking. And I was like, yeah, these kids are never going to forget this. I was like, yes. Awesome. So then when you tell them to get the book, you're not trying to sell a book, but you're trying to instruct them on how, all of them have been activated. Again, this connects to our original theme, even what we're talking about, um, the stuff going on in the body of Christ, because that's right. it's that culture of the superstar in the house mm -hmm. of God is what creates the dynamic, the rightness of, uh, of atmosphere for this other sexual dysfunction, immorality to go on. And if we understand right. that he has an anointing for all of us, that he wants all of us to, uh, to, to step into. So Anyway, back to um, that's that's so good, Johnny. I would just want to say one thing as someone who's young and in the church, too, you automatically feel pressure that the only thing that would be important within the church is being high up in the church. You never feel like, oh, well, I'm called to, um, you know, family. So to be a mom, homeschooling mom and, you know, minister to other moms in my neighborhood and stuff you, that never even crosses your mind. Because you're thinking there's one goal in mind, and that is to be somebody in the in church. church. And, and that's the goal. And this message is totally different because people are, they have a call on their life from God. And it's not always that. No, you're absolutely right. And see, part of we've given a little bit of insight in that on the, on the program here is we have trained, you know, hundreds for the mountain of government. We have a specific program that picks out, um, the, the sharpest of under 30 year olds already in government throughout Central and South America. So we've wow. trained 280 and 27 nations. Oh, that's in awesome. Seven Mountain Thinking. They're already, they're, you know, they're doctors, they're, they're under 30, but they're mm -hmm. doctors, masters, lawyers, um, already awesome. shining in Congress and other things. And then they're connecting with each other. And the dynamic, when we meet together, we're, it's like, uh, as leaders, we're like, pinch ourselves, like, is this not incredible? And they're thanking us over and over. Thank you for validating us. Thank you for validating us. It says, because uh -huh. it, there's pressure. They're, they're all anointed. They're amazing. Mm -hmm. But there's pressure in all their churches for them to be ministers in the church. So you see yes. this thing. 
where the church, the pastors want to take these anointed kids. I call them kids because compared to my age, they're anointed <laughs> kids and wants them just, you know, to keep building inside. And yet they are already advancing. And literally I have, I had a word for them. I had 280 of them on a Zoom with me. And I said, the Lord just show me 20 years. You will be running Central and South America. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. At a wow. governmental level. And we're wow. training a bunch more. So this is not just a, a perspective I have. Uh, you know, 30,000 feet, we are, we are working with it at all levels. And that's just one of the things we're doing on the side. We'll tell you about, but it ties in. It's very connected with our initial theme. We're talking about immorality in the body of Christ. And why do these leaders that are so big fall? And it's because it's not supposed to be that way. We're not supposed to be in these I glorifying agree. one hero individual and, mm -hmm. and, and, and not saying, uh, uh, None of that was it's directed specifically at Mike Bickle. That's just we're talking about a culture. Yes, that's, that's unhealthy. That's out there that that has to be be changed. So right. back to what we're talking about, Kelsey, then. OK, these signs, people that receive that receive the signs. Um, so I'm going to address uh, a couple of things. Uh, one is um, it kind of it will be a repeat of what I said um, before on the signs. But then I want to go a little deeper into signs themselves um, and lying signs and wonders. And because, mm -hmm. you know, the, the biggest accusation out there is anybody who steps in the prophetic at all will be accused of being a false prophet. And anybody who showcases yep. signs and wonders is going to be accused of lying signs and wonders. That was the big uh, surprise for me when I started, uh, when the Lord began using me in 1995 in a lot of signs and wonders where blind people were seeing deaf ears were He's opening gone. bones were there were we could watch bones move somebody wow. with no left eye had a left eye somebody had wow. seven years because their foot is shriveled oh, i can't do it. and it's about 18 inches shorter than the other the leg suddenly goes down so wow we were seeing those and you would have thought, it's like, wow, the body of Christ is going to celebrate and love this. And um, I got accused, uh, uh, you know, uh, being some sort of sorcerer. It was like mm. too much power for the body of Christ. And and so and so there were, I was like, what? This is just. We're <laughs> How could you not give glory to God? How could you not be thanking God and be accusing me? It's crazy. It's, it was because I had no mega min. In fact, the first few years I was a paint contractor and I would come in jeans and a t-shirt and do it. And I was like, <laughs> you guys are nuts. And, um, you know, it was just, it, 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 it was, the craziness uh, was there. So we want to uh, address that, but back to from last, last week, uh, or from, yeah, it was last week. The, the mm -hmm. those who felt the signs and wonders and the, the disappointment, there's always a percentage of those disappointed. I didn't feel anything. Well, well, I was yes. telling those of you who have felt it, uh, and I mentioned it there, there is, you can receive, I think one of my, my statement was at the end of blowing the shofar last week is you can receive by feeling, by, you know, an experience experientially or by faith. And, mm -hmm. and it, it doesn't matter which one it is that 
even for myself, I was touched in Toronto. My life was before and after Toronto and signs and wonders and power were part of me at a whole nother level. And um, and as, from the time I left Toronto, I barely touched people. They're just falling. And, and so ministry wow. took off and signs and wonders. But I was like, but I never fell when. <clears throat> and so I went to Toronto and I experienced the Lord in my heart and it was tears. But I didn't I didn't experience the type of power I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, was beyond what happened to me. So I didn't, oh, wow. but I knew something had happened to me. So it yeah. was a part and personal. Sometimes you know in your knower that you were just touched in a deep way or you made a decision from that moment. So I was telling people, I blow the shofar, you make a decision, you're one of the, because I felt like the Lord was saying he's raising 200,000 uh, oak, oaks of righteousness last last week. Those who would listen, mm-hmm. They would either have a sign or a confirmation. Something would say, okay, I'm one of those. And that these were God's 5G towers. You know, that these are the ones releasing his frequencies into the earth. That we're scared of these 5G towers. Like, hey, they're manipulating frequencies. Like, what do you think we are? We're called not to manipulate. But we're t- when he says, you are the light of the world. Like, mm-hmm. that's telling us we're something. We're power. We're frequency vibration changers. We don't use that language. It's called the anointing. Mm-hmm. I addressed that in my on my Facebook page. A lady was coming up saying she met, met well, a young lady saying, this is nothing but new age teaching. And I had a long response. I go, no, it's not. Of course, about 800 of you said thank you for the response because I was like, this is not. The, the new age thing is an impersonal Christ, an impersonal Jesus, impersonal. Pre- no, this is that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Dwell in you. It will quicken yes. your mortal body. The works Amen. that I do and greater will you do. This is just 101 Christianity, the way he laid it out. These signs mm-hmm. follow them that believe you could not be considered an apostle if you did not carry these signs. So. Mm-hmm. Because we added the language of, of frequency. I was just saying everything comes in a frequency. Everything has a tune. Everything has a free. That's just science. It's literally science. Right. This, is, right. this is not from new age. This is not even from the church. This is science that now tells us at the subatomic particle level, which means at the micro tiny, everything, excuse me, everything is, I call it the equivalent of a, of a spinning donut. Uh, a frequency, it's moving. Real scientific, Johnny. <laughs> Spinning donuts. Donut. So, and so whether it, whether it sounds hard or whether it's liquid, it's the same thing. And so this is what, what, what we are, what reality, what matter is at the subatomic particle level. And so this is why changes wow. can be made. So why you can release uh, kingdom and presence and all that kind of, kind of things that um, Jesus did himself, why he could walk on water, walk through walls. He could do these things because he has a frequency of heaven that submits. He has the higher frequency that forces lower frequencies to bow to it. And in that, all things are possible. And just wow. because we add the word frequency does not mean all of a sudden it's gone new age. Um, in some ways, they, they have embraced more truth than most of the body of Christ, just understanding that dynamic where they miss it, of mm. course, is where they disconnect it from Mr. Frequency, God himself, right. the right. source. And, and so, uh, but we have one, whether we, whether you 
make that connection or not, we do have, it's just like, or whether you feel it omitting, because some people are such crazy feelers, they'll feel it come like out of their hand, the anointing come out of their hands. And then other people like, I have no idea I'm anointed, but then they'll just pray a simple prayer and someone will be overwhelmed by the presence of God, yet they felt nothing. (laughs) And the person's experiencing the Lord in a strong way. And so that's that very point you made right there is what I'm trying to tell even those from last week. We're thankful that it's probably because just the ones that told us within a couple of days were over a thousand. OK, so we'll say wow. thousands experienced where an unusual um, measure of presence or power, whether it was one of the signs of the seven mountains, because I went into that as well. Or whether it was, I said, just something that tells you, oh, my goodness, I'm being touched by the supernatural. That was to be something to trigger your faith. Trigger your mm. faith is like, wow, I have been activated. And so I'm now going to stop just walking around and talking around as if I have no presence, no power. Like when's the deep state going to take us down? The Antichrist, the beast, the false prophet. We're going to get crushed. We're all going to die. Um that doom and gloom you walk around, the powerlessness you walk around, that's the point, is to break that off. Because that's mm. just such a lie of the enemy. Uh, you know, Jesus in his day, Christianity was not even, it didn't even register on the percentage. You couldn't even say a 0.0001%. There was nothing. Mm-hmm. And he literally started it from scratch. But he's already like, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And so we, we now have where two thirds of everyone on planet Earth says, I follow Jesus Christ. And we're literally the largest majority on planet Earth, whether they're, you know, as mighty a Christian as you'd like them to be or not. That's still the reality. We're the largest majority on Earth, mm-hmm. primarily because we don't understand this thing of anointing, presence, power. We walk around with as if we're the one percenters. We we walk around and 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 we we complain and uh, mm-hmm. overestimate the enemy and brag on the enemy and we're like the ten spies like oh my we're like grasshoppers compared to them and and they literally did have a reason to think that they were the major, minority and the whole land was infested with giants with Hittites Jebusites Girgashites giant mm-hmm. people and you know there was there wasn't some remnant of Christians somewhere there wasn't radio station playing some um some nice worship music in the background it was like infested by the devil and but caleb like no we this is our anointing this is our our land that flows with milk and honey let's go so if they could do that with being the the absolute minimal minority both in Mm -hmm. his day and in jesus day david is the same example who Mm -hmm. is this uncircumcised philistine then today when we really have in numbers just a huge number. Why? Why do we allow the enemy to just get away with things that he's getting away with? And if we understand the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they're mighty in God. So I'm saying my part of the mighty is frequency. It, mm. it, we can affect the frequency. We can stop like everybody's afraid of the 5G towers because they're going to activate with their frequency stuff. Those of us who accidentally took uh, um, and I didn't. But the vaccine and they're going to activate mm-hmm. graphene oxide. And so you're worried about things that can be activated by the invisible realm by frequency. Right. Yet when we try to talk about it in a positive from the body of Christ, I was like, hey, wait a minute, we're talking new age. And so mm-hmm. we sabotaging ourselves with our, our our language and our communication. So, again, the word for you 
for those of you, first of all, who received the signs, like there's like, now what? Well, now what? You're anointed. Okay. <laughs> you're anointed. So if, if you needed that, you're anointed. And he went out of his way to let you know. So that's part of what we're going to get into a second is valuing um, when there is a sign, not just like, hmm. Uh, that was nice. That was experience. nice. That yeah. was nice. There's a reason. Like, it's it's not easy to do. Like, there's you don't hear a lot of this going around everywhere. It's not like, um, uh, you, I don't know. Have you all heard about, like, raise your, if your right hand goes numb, it's a sign of mountain no. of economy. Like, that doesn't just happen. So if it happens, they're like, well, you know, it's curious. No. Yeah, right, it's right. It's a big deal. People want, I just wish you would tell me what, he just told you. He just told you where you have an anointing. So he's going to leave you something to do. It's going to require faith. You're going to have to. Absolutely. You know, if it's easy, then you're already on there and you're like, this, this confirms it. But then sometimes it's like, wow, he's telling me I've been thinking my call is in education, but he has just confirmed in a powerful way. My call is over, over here in media or my call is where, wherever it is, you know. And so you want to you want to begin uh, a dialogue with him on that. And if you felt nothing. First of all, the lie of the enemy is, see, you're not anointed. You're a nobody. That's a lie, 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 lie. It's impossible for you not to have an anointing. You are made in his image. Yeah. You are the light. His first message to his first congregation who hadn't been discipled by anybody, not a one of them had said the sinner's prayer. Not a one of them had received the Holy Spirit. He said, you are the light of the world. And he'd say, you know, most of you, well, the, uh, you know, the pastors, no, it's you, it's a you, you, he's like, yes. you are the light of the world. And so that's still who you are. So light is a capability to eradicate darkness, to expose darkness, to suppress darkness, to eliminate darkness. Every single one of you carries that. And you don't yeah. need some prophet to come into your church to tell you that. I'll tell you that from right here, but it's just what is self-evident from scripture, from Jesus' own words. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You can do this. You can rise up. Arise, shine. Your light has come. He doesn't say arise, shine. If you know, if you're in ministry, your light has come. Arise, mm -hmm. shine. You know, if you know how to speak and you got some money to back you up, and if you got people mm -hmm. that are, uh, you know, in their intercessory team, no, you are the light of the world. You arise and shine. Your light has come. The glory of the Lord. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon you. Isaiah 61. So this is part of uh, a focus and goal um, for me. So if you got something, take it seriously. Begin the next level conversation dialogue. Some of you, it's obvious. Some of you, it confirms years of other confirmation. And then mm -hmm. if you didn't get something, just know it's 100% impossible for you to be in his image and not have a light and not have something that can be made alive, uh, something that can be made to be an extinguisher of, uh, of darkness. So you have it. So go back, listen to it again. And this time right. say, I am going to, you know, before you listen to it, say, from this moment forward, once I hear that sound, I'm going to consider myself anointed. And I'm just going to uh, follow what he puts in my heart as my next step. So if you need yeah. that, if you didn't pick that up the first time, uh, do that. Listen, listen again and let him uh, um, activate you in a, in a personal way. We have to. There's going to be a coming surge of report after report after report of famous leader after famous leader in moral failure. OK, wow. 
And so the way we overcome that is not by creating new steps of accountability for them. And we're going to go about it all the wrong way. Mm -hmm. This is, is there's some things there need to be corrected and all that, but here's the deal. Mm -hmm. The whole body needs to be released. The whole body needs to be uh, activated. The whole body needs to advance and it won't make that big of a difference. Uh, I say that that we just have, you know, we have these um, monster of, of titles and individuals way too much attention to them. And the body does not need to be slowed down. We don't need to have a, a global crisis in Christianity because a handful of, of big names collapse or fall apart. It's like, right. okay, yeah, part of it, we're humans and there's failure. And then humans who, yes. who start thinking of themselves as Samson, that they have rules that don't apply to anybody else, that does create problems at a whole nother level. But he has right. a massive army ready to be activated and so we want to stay activated. We want to we want to begin to move with who he's made us uh, to be. So in that, whether you receive the sign or didn't receive the sign, again, the, uh, there's a scripture um, that comes to me right now. Let's see if I've got it uh, written down here. Um, something Jesus said. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of John chapter 20. And I don't think I told the team the one scripture. We haven't, we have the other scripture. Supposed to Emily's read. pretty quick on the draw, though, if you say the scripture. John chapter 20 and uh, verse, um, well, I'll t- starting verse 24, this is when Jesus, after he began to appear, after he died on the cross, was resurrected, he began to show up to his disciples again. And in verse 24, it says, um, one of the 12 disciples, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, was not with the others. When Jesus came, they told him, we have seen the Lord. But he replied, I won't believe it unless I see the nail wounds in his hands. Put my fingers into them and place my hand into the wound on his side. You know, he's got to have proof. And so eight days later, et cetera, there's Jesus. Verse 27. Then he said to Thomas, put your finger here and look at my hands. Put your hand into the wound in my side. Don't be faithless any longer. Believe. My Lord and my God, Thomas exclaimed. Then Jesus told him, you believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. So beautiful verse. you see that just Absolutely in that beautiful. you're like, you don't have to get this. The signs are for you to believe. Like he's like, OK, you need the sign. Here it is. Now let it serve its purpose. Quit being faithless. But he's like, you know what? You should know that by other reasons as well. And this is for for all of you. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon you. He's anointed you for ministry at this time. You were born and raised for such a time as this. The trouble you have gone through in your whole life, the challenges of your whole life are designed to be something that sets you up, gives you uh, your own uh, kingdom platform, not necessarily to be famous in that kind of way, but it, your mess is for a message that he has for you. Where you were beat up, he has you to rise up and be the one that's beating up the sons of darkness, not the sons, but himself. I'm talking about Satan and his demons. Those are the sons of darkness. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. So I'm not saying in that kind of way. But anyway, this is uh, so it, because our uh, all of a sudden how my time it, we're good. But I, I want to go into those scriptures now as it relates to to signs and, and, and wonders in general. 
Um, I want to start out with the scripture reading um, Matthew, now Mark chapter. Now these scriptures are ones I did uh, give the team, so this will help them in some kind of way. Mark chapter 13 and verse, actually I want to do Mark's, just to mess them up. Mark 16, 20. Um, <laughs> we'll test them. We'll test them. Sword drill she's, here. She's quick. Look, she's oh, already she's got it. <laughs> like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show. She's amazing. <laughs> Listen, so, she she's called to what she's supposed to be doing. I mean, she loves it. She's so good at it. Speak about being called to what you're supposed to. This is how you'll know. Yeah, <laughs> you'll she, love it. You'll be so good at it. She's almost no different whether I give her the scriptures ahead of time or don't. She's like, yeah, she's on it. So this is the last verse of the book of Mark. And the disciples went everywhere and preached. And the Lord worked through them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. Okay, so let's make sure we absorb that. This is the disciples, the original 12 that became, you know, became called the 12 apostles from which the New Testament church was built. And and the Lord worked through them, and the Lord confirmed what they said by many miraculous signs. Now, you have to understand that the Lord does that. He confirms things, even for me. I'm just going to tell you, I have a message that is a little bit of a pioneering message. This valuing of what happens in the Monday through Friday uh, window about Reformation, not just revival. And definitely not just, well, Jesus is about to return. It's but no, we have to rise and shine. So I'm giving a message and I hit mm -hmm. it from every side, every angle and, and over. And then with the Lord, I worked that we needed a sign and wonder. These signs will follow those that believe. And yeah. so part of this is to attest to the message I'm giving. There's a reason why I just say it's not just easy for these things to happen. I can't make them happen. Right. It's and you weren't. I can't make it happen and they can't even give me credit for hypnotizing because I don't even know who I'm looking at, you know? <laughs> and so there's no, you know, there's, there's I'm not, nothing shiny going around here. We're not doing lights and music and sounds and smoke. This is just, it's just really cut and, and dry. And so he knew that the disciples, he needed an attention getter for a message. Mm -hmm. And so he released signs through them so that people were like, well, you know, they say Jesus is the son of God and he can forgive all your sins. And this is totally different than what we've been hearing from the Pharisees and the high priests and the Sadducees. Yes. And so the signs component is important. So mm -hmm. it still is important. It's important for an apostolic message. And so this is, and I'm not just doing it with that one verse. Now I'll, now I'll go to the scripture in Mark 13, 21. That seems, well, I'll just read it first and you'll know where I'm going. Matthew, I mean, Mark 13, 21. Then if anyone tells you, look, here is the Messiah or there he is, don't believe it for false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform signs and wonders so as to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen ones. Watch out. I have warned you about this ahead of time. It's amazing because this mm. message, that verse seems the body of Christ picked up on. There's a warning about false prophets. Anybody tries to do anything as it relates to prophecy, and being a prophet, and it's like, oh, the Bible talks about false prophets. The Bible mm -hmm. talks about false signs, about false apostles. 
Well, hopefully all of you who are in that camp and like to regurgitate that will be aware, just like if there's counterfeit dollar bills, mm -hmm. why would anybody counter? Why is the hundred dollar bill the most counterfeited? I don't know if people know that um, dollar or uh, currency on the planet because there's a real one because mm -hmm. there is a real one that has real value. So yeah. if he's if, if, if you're going to be one of these always warning about false signs, like every time you see a sign, it's false. Every time you see a prophet, it's false. Every time you hear a prophecy, it's a false prophecy. Then if you don't have the real, what's the real? And do not say what's Isaiah and Jeremiah uh, back in, in, in the Old Testament. That's functionally doesn't assist us now. There is something, right. um, you know, we don't have what he just like they needed more help than we do. We're only taking on the beast Babylon, Antichrist and everything else right now. And so like, no, he didn't need to do that anymore. I don't think so. And right. I could give you a hundred more scriptures as well be, besides that. So he understood and he warned. So he, yes, he warned there's going to be false messiahs. There's going mm -hmm. to be false prophets. There's going to be mm -hmm. false signs. But then he closes the chapter by saying, but listen, this is also how I mark my apostles. This is mm -hmm. how I mark an apostolic message. This is how I mark those right. who are sent by me because we get we become a head case about the word apostle. It means sent ones, apostolic right. sent ones. And so it means uh, you're sent by him. But he had specifically picked out these these 12. So let's look at the next. Um, let's look at Acts chapter two and verse 22, because we want to make that point a little more. This is part of some instruction um, <clears throat> moving forward. That's very important as it relates to everything we're talking about. Verse, um, I think she's got it in front of me. I'm taking too long finding yeah, two, it. Yeah, 222. <laughs> People of Israel, listen, God publicly endorsed Jesus. Did y'all know that? God publicly endorsed Jesus. The Nazarene, by doing powerful miracles, wonders, and signs through him, as you well know, Acts of the Apostles 222. But God knew what would happen, and his prearranged plan was carried out when Jesus was betrayed with the help of lawless Gentile. Well, I didn't even need it to go into that. Was You can go back to the just the part there. Um, God publicly endorsed Jesus. Are you hearing this again? Is This mm -hmm. is part of God's proof of endorsement. Well, we don't have to. Unfortunately, we have we have this whole new system in the body of Christ, whether if somebody where if somebody has a big enough media campaign and if enough uh, stars in the body of Christ pat him on the back. This is now the new sign. That was not, that didn't work back then. Mm -hmm. God himself said that uh, through the scriptures, you see right here, even Jesus was publicly endorsed by the miracles, wonders, and signs. And then anybody who showcases miracles, wonders, and signs now gets accused of being a false one that, that carries right. that. I think not. Yeah, he warned they're going to do that too. But why would, why would the enemy go for that? Back to the fake $100 bills. Why would why would counterfeiters choose $100 bills? Because they're real and they have real mm -hmm. power. So there's a reason why they're going to go after that, which is uh, some of the highest importance of highest importance in kingdom building, which is true prophetic, true apostolic, true signs and wonders. He's going yeah. to go to, towards uh, counterfeiting and doing other things. But there's ways uh, to see see it through. That's why he's yep. given me even. We got this amazing setup of Elijah Streams Rumble online 
I can't be blamed that I pulled any kind of uh, uh, trick uh, uh, back to what I just said a little while ago. Right, right. You're having the signs and wonders or you don't have them. There is no artificial way to make no trickery. I I didn't call any of you. If you don't testify of it, it doesn't come out. So the Lord Mm -hmm. knows how to get around even our ability to, uh, you know, because there is so much manipulation. We had the move of God that came out of Toronto and people laid hands and they would fall and it was legit. But then there became a whole culture and even fakery culture is like, okay, the man of God's here. Everybody needs to do the the courtesy drop. So he comes out and everybody just falls because they have to now. Well, right, right. We don't need to do that. There needs to be real presence, real power, real manifestations, and they don't have to be the same one. That's why people say, well, how did you get those? It's like, I had dialogue with the Lord. What kind of Mm -hmm. things could we do? And if there had been, you know, an eighth sign or eighth mountain, I was like, I couldn't think of what it would be yet, but I'm sure he'd give me uh, 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 another one. It was hard to even think of of seven. So we just lack creativity. But if you'll read about the, in fact, we'll read it. I don't even have to say it. We're we're there in Acts. Let's look at Acts chapter five and verse 12. This is after being empowered by the Holy Spirit. The apostles, this is verse 12 of Acts 5, the apostles were performing, well, there it is in front of me again, many miraculous signs and wonders among the people. And all believers, all the believers were meeting regularly at the temple in the area known as Solomon's Colonnade. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only part that we um, we, we need to do, we, we need to look at right there of that verse. The apostles were performing, again, those that were called disciples before, the apostles, the sent ones, we're mm-hmm. performing many miraculous signs and wonders among the people. People go, well, we never saw that particular sign that you said in the Bible. Well, many miraculous signs and wonders. Like, did that look like it covered? It didn't say, and they laid hands on their head and they felt the refreshing. Like, we have to understand when it it, it gives us quite a bit of latitude by saying many signs and wonders. And let me just address real quickly signs and wonders. Okay, what are signs and wonders? Why why is the word sign? Well, signs are a sign. Okay, uh, uh, signs are a sign, <clears throat> and it's a sign that God is at work. When it's legit, it's a mm-hmm. sign that God is at work. It's also a sign. He just signed something. There's a message, yeah. and he signed it. When it's legit, when there's it no fakery. You know, nothing you're doing to pretend that there was something going on there. Whatever. No courtesy falls. <laughs> no courtesy falls, <laughs> and, and 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 no breaking. You know, there's people that didn't want to do. I had a friend like he had he had to go to chiropractor because he wasn't doing the courtesy fall, and so the minister had to get enough anointing to make sure he went down. And um, so oh. we don't we don't need we need those. But signs and wonders, wonders. What are wonders about? Wonders are to make you wonder. So signs are a sign. Wonders are to make you wonder. What does wonder do? Wonder initiates a next level pursuit. You're like, that's so true. I wonder what what was. And so some of you from last week, you're you're doing that. You're sending these questions. What does this mean? What do I do next? You're wondering. You're Mm -hmm. wondering. I know something happened. What? You're asking the right question. Just go to the Holy Spirit. Keep it up. You're anointed. He confirmed it to you. In some ways, he made it specific. If he did the right arm, the left arm, the head, the other thing, he like he's even made it specific what mountain you have an assignment on a specific assignment, maybe more than one. Mm-hmm. But this is so signs and wonders are signs and wonders. 
And so uh, there are signs from him. And then the wonder, though, is just such a great word because it's it's like, yeah, there's a you're in awe. Like, wow, mm -hmm. that has mm -hmm. never happened. I've never seen it, never heard of that. But it's mm -hmm. also what a wonder implies. Initiate the next level of pursuit and the pursuit with the Lord on that. That's what you want to do. Yeah. OK, let's look at. Um, Acts 12, 12. This time I'll just wait and put it on, look on the screen. <laughs> Easier. <laughs> so, wait, did I get the right scripture? Now it makes me wonder. Now it makes me wonder. When he realized this, he went to the home of Mary, the mother of John Mark, where many were gathered for prayer. Okay, I'm about to think that I didn't. Yeah, I wrote down the wrong scripture there. Ah, well, you know, that happens sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes that does happen. Um, eh, we'll go to the next one then. Um, Acts 14. Let's go with Acts 14 and 3. And this is about Paul and Barnabas. And they're in the Jewish synagogue. And they preached. It starts out in verse 1. I didn't tell them to do this. But they preached with such power that a great number of both Jews and Greeks became believers. You see that? They preached with such power. And 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 so that was in verse three. But the apostles stayed there a long time preaching boldly about the grace of the Lord. And the Lord proved their message was true by giving them power to do miraculous signs and wonders. So I am saying this because I'm being an instructive on it, even if it's somewhat self-serving, but it's mm -hmm. to make the point. If I'm tying it into a message of God calling us to be activated in every area of society, then I say, here are the signs. He's going to confirm and release when he does it there. They mean it means something. And yeah. the Lord proved their message was true. Like yes. if I give a message and then I say this is going to happen and there's no proof, then it's like, well, there's no proof. But the Lord is proving the message is true by signs and wonders. So I yeah. want us to begin to value true signs and wonders at another level. This needs to happen. The body of Christ at large. And not just, again, trying to revisit old things that can be faked and manipulated. But mm -hmm. we really need to be able to operate in, in signs and wonders, unusual signs and wonders. I've been doing this, and I'll go ahead and confess this, over the last two or three years. I've been doing this on this program. I'll say, as a sign, there's going to be a 7.7 .7 earthquake in Antarctica. And, and then it happens. Then I say, as a sign, there's going to be three volcanoes that never, and then they, ha they happen. As a sign that we are actually entering, we're going toward back to Eden rather than to the Antichrist, the beast, the false prophet. There's going to be an 8.9 or 9 earthquake in Antarctica that has never been registered. And then I show it to you and I've showed it to you multiple times. Mm -hmm. And I've done at least 15 or 20 of those. There's signs. And so yeah. when it happens, you're not just to say I was lucky about it. You're <laughs> there. There is there is a message attached to it. And I don't mm -hmm. want validation for me, but the message I do, because it's a message for expansion of the body of Christ, for activation of the body of Christ, for validation of the body of Christ, validation way beyond the star culture of our fivefold ministry of apostles, prophets. Mm -hmm. uh, we there is we 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 did a lot and we OK, we got those things built up. Now we're in desperate need of a correction towards the whole body being activated. That was the purpose, actually, for validating the fivefold ministry. They were for the equipping of the saints. Right, the they, saints. They weren't for building up their ministry, their name, their following, their millions. 
they it was for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry which this is an example for those who don't that's an example of what i'm doing my Mm -hmm. passion is to see the saints equipped into doing this i get great joy not just telling my stories i get even greater joy telling others things they step into what they're doing because it's the body of christ stepping into the greater works that he's assigned for all of us to uh, step into. All right. I might have one or two more scriptures. Let's see. Um, Acts chapter 15. I think this might be the last one. And. um, 16. I said 16. 15, 16, right? Yeah. And okay. She put it up. But now I'm thinking, did I blow that again? Because that doesn't all of a sudden. I mean, it's a great scripture. (laughs) (laughs) They're all great scriptures. Anywhere in Acts. um, You know, that's when I make my first notes when I'm doing it, I'm scratching it. Then I write it neater. But if my first like that's point there is if you missed the first time and it was supposed to be 17 or 16. uh, Let me see what it what I what what it was supposed to say okay 15 19 well anyway it goes along yeah well you know what it's supposed to be romans uh, um that's how you mess it when you get the wrong book it's romans okay. 15 and and um so in romans chapter 15 paul begins in verse 14 to tell the reason why he's writing um and so Verse 16, he says, I am a special messenger from Christ Jesus to you Gentiles. I bring you the good news so that I might present you as an acceptable offering to God made holy by the Holy Spirit. Then he gets to verse 19. They were convinced by the power of miraculous signs and wonders and by the power of God's spirit. In this way, I have fully presented the good news of Christ from Jerusalem all the way to Illyricum. And... uh, um, so it was just another thing that there is this role of convincing that comes from the power, presence, signs, and wonders. There's a validation. And mm-hmm. it starts with that Acts 2. It says, Jesus Christ was attested, if you go to the New King James Version, attested to by God through power, through signs, and wonders, and presence. So uh, don't yeah. just throw away. We've become so shy of stepping into true presence and power in the prophetic and the apostolic Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of the accusation, often friendly fire Pharisees within the body of Christ are just those who are prone to uh, fear. And so they're, you know, they're, they're the warning. You have those eternally, they have one assignments to warn of everything um, Mm -hmm. as being, you know, Hey, tongues that, you know, the Hindus speak tongues. So tongues can't be. And so anything that can be counterfeited and that I'm going to slow down because this is an important enough point. The Holy spirit says to slow down on it. Everything of value, the enemy is going to counterfeit. And if you're going to get rid of something just because it's counterfeited, then the enemy wins. Uh, that's because right, you t- you erase it out of the Bible. You can't do that. Can't just take it away from the word of God because you don't like it. It, it. That's that's it. And so, like, he would not counterfeit something if there was no value to, uh, to it. You know, so anything there's a fault of, it means Whatever is the real of that is to be highly desired. So just think of that. Think of it through that grid. If they're all false prophets, wow, it must be really valuable to be a true prophet. There are Mm -hmm. false apostles. Wow, it must be very valuable to be a real apostle. If there are false signs and wonders, uh, they must be so valuable to be real signs and wonders. Paul even warned of 
the perils of false brethren. So mm-hmm. even being quoted brethren, he's like, man, I've been in perils of false brethren. And so that means, you know, those right. that were disguising themselves as believers. So the enemy don't, you have to stop this thing of, well, we see it in the new age. It's in the Hindus. It's over mm-hmm. here. They mm-hmm. use the number 33. They use, yes, they use all, they use the rainbow. They use the 33. They use the mm-hmm. sevens. They use everything good. The enemy is not creative. He only knows how to counterfeit. That's right. why the enemy doesn't get rid of a hundred dollar bill and get a hundred and one dollar bill. He right. just counterfeits a hundred dollar bill. He doesn't know how to do anything other than that. So That's we right. can't let him win with that. Right. We, so good. And how do we know a, a false a false prophet? It says by the fruit they bear on their tree. So again, you can always wrap it back up into looking at the fruit of someone's life. That they, what are they teaching? What are they preaching? What, you know, is God coming along with signs and wonders? And I think false and lying signs and wonders, the Bible isn't specific in saying what they are. So that's another thing that we have to be aware of is, is there is no bullet points. A false lying sign and wonder is A, B, C, D, E. But we know the seven letters to the churches, they address a lot of mixture and compromise. And so we see like um, they... Uh, going into pagan temples, being part of pagan religious stuff. So they wouldn't fully leave that. They still want to be part of all the pagan stuff, but then also be called a Christian. So they want to live like the world, but yet represent Christ. So false and lying signs and wonders, really you'll know by the fruit of someone leading you into a pagan type of religion, you know, is someone saying, Hey, well, you know, we want to use tarot cards or whatever. Well, they're probably, that's probably not good fruit guys. You don't want to be following uh, something like that. You know, I think that's another good point. The Bible makes about that is the fruit on a, on a person's tree. Right. And those, honestly, we may have done uh, something like that, but it's worth doing an entire program just on, on that very topic of one on false prophets and one on false Mm -hmm apostles but to uh, piggyback on what you're saying which is very very good is they will lead you away in both cases you will find the faults lead you away from jesus lead you away from a relationship with him the holy spirit it'll be to them to their ministry some magic thing they do um there'll be a depersonalizing of of god and the holy spirit that will often come out of it the the new testament if you just refer to what the apostles would warn you of the most and what Jesus, when they called faults of prophets, prophets, it was almost without exception, someone who was motivated by money. That's very true. It would say they've fallen in the error of Balaam. Well, Balaam's error wasn't that he didn't have the gift. It wasn't that he didn't have prophetic gifting. It was that he was motivated by money. And it will tell you they're, they're interested Rather than being interested in the in the flock's heart, they're interested in the flock's fleece. And so <clears throat> you'll see that in ways. And so somebody can have a legitimate gift. And if and if they are, you know, the motivation, the money motivation is just there at every turn. And right. in that there's that's why there's it would take a whole program because we could get into we'll say, let me try to put my hand there, a, a, a gray area where, you know, a minister does need. Uh, if that's he doesn't have another job and mm-hmm. so this is the way he's making uh, ends meet or whatever providing mm-hmm. for his family not that is called to just have ends meet 
it wouldn't, it's not wrong for someone, um, for there to be an offering for someone who is doing that. But there's a difference right. between um, that kind of thing. And it's like for a thousand dollars, give me a thousand dollars and I'll give you a prophetic word. Um, that's you know, that's you, manipulation. Yeah, that's... You're starting to cross a line, cross mm-hmm. a line there. And then right. if you're exposed to him in general, you just, uh, you know, for me, the discernment becomes pretty quick. I can kind of smell the mammon motivation uh, in a hurry. And the scripture, again, in New Testament, Jesus would would warn about this is you can add pastors to it as well. Those who are um, hirelings means they do it for the money. That's that's the basic right. um, corruption of ministry is when. It ceases yep. to be about anything else other than, oh, we're going to get more money if we do this. So mm-hmm. you get there little by little, just to warn of those of you who are growing the anointing. You get there, you lose your soul piece by piece is where all of a sudden you can't even hear, is this a yes or no? That's too small to be yes. They're too insignificant to be yes. And so. Right. You, little bit thing, 11. Little bit 11. So you can lose, you, you can have a legitimate prophetic gift and mm-hmm. then. All of a sudden, be off and be a false prophet. Because once you are motivated as primary motivation, it's now money. And either you've put yourself in so much financial trouble or it's just greed. And, right. and this is working towards it. Then then you have lost it. So, yeah, yeah. there is purification yeah, so of that ministry that has to take place. False apostles. Really? Again, it's when you're building your kingdom. And so right. rather than his kingdom. And, mm-hmm. and that's, uh, you know, one one quick aspect. Another is you know, you're using this title of apostle all the time, but you don't have the endorsement of God. You don't have the signs. You don't have the wonder. You don't have the power. And so you're doing all kinds of other smoke and mirrors and yeah. and and other things in order to to make it happen. It's like just stop putting on yourself the uh, the pressure you do by even having to carry the title. Like title carrying is just one of the big problems on both. Yes. Of like yeah. where you where you have to, you know, there's a point where it's okay because you're instructing the body of Christ. I'm carrying a prophetic anointing. I'm carrying an apostolic anointing. This is what it looks like. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of going into that a little bit. That That's why I've said even uh, before, I function more as an apostle with prophetic, uh, um, kind of backing it, insight. And if you understand the uh, the apostolic, you know, it's fivefold ministry apostle. Let me see if I can get my hands over here. The five fingers, apostles, mm-hmm. prophets, evangelists, teachers, pastors, just like mm-hmm. the thumb can touch each one of them. It's the only one that can interface with each one. An apostolic ministry can function in any one of those. So mm-hmm. it is, I can function. <clears throat> I, I was just, when I was in Peru, they're calling me an evangelist. So uh, <laughs> um, for part of it, and then they changed halfway through the thing, call me a prophet. So I'm a prophet, but it's because I can, I can be a teacher. I pastored senior pastor 14 15 years we can step into i can step into any one of those mm-hmm. as, as well but the call and it's not about a title it's the call and really the anointing and grace he gives me is to function as uh, with the apostolic as an apostle and i'm not right. carrying the title i'm just saying that's for instruction purposes mm-hmm. and but we just you know you won't see i have zero cards zero Anything on our web, inner, any, uh, wherever you see our names, you will never mm-hmm. see self-disclosure, Apostle Johnny, Prophet Johnny. Not knocking anybody who does. I'll mm-hmm. admit to you what, what I function 
I function as a prophet. I function as an apostle. And and but I don't need the title. I have zero interest in it advancing the title. Again, my right. passion is really to see the body of Christ um, grow, and 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 where it's not so crazy the attention right. to those who are known for being apostles and prophets, where it's just so widespread. It's a company of the apostolic, a company of the prophetic, a company of those mm-hmm. in ministry in every area of society. So. Anyway. And if you truly function as something, you shouldn't have to tell someone <laughs> because your actions will speak to, it's like, you shouldn't have to tell everyone you're a Christian. They should know that you love Jesus just by your actions. You know, that's what I think of. Yeah. You know, I had the worst analogy ever for it, but I'll say it anyway. It's, uh, I don't even know why it like, I don't go there anymore, but if you go to McDonald's, you want to know who serves the fries is the person that brings the fries out. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's obvious <laughs> it's, at some point, you know, if, if you have to tell somebody you're a prophet and you've been around there for a long time, you know, mm-hmm. I can see, okay, there's a point you're showing up first time it's a new audience or whatever. And you want them to be aware of the gifting that's there and that kind of stuff. But at some point, um, you know, your, your gifting makes uh, a way. It is a better gifting than making fries from McDonald's. That's why I say it's a horrible right. example, but uh, uh, it's, you know, I too much corniness in my brain as well. So um, that's, that's an important uh, lesson for, for, for us as well. We're not trying to, um, you know, there's a lot of been said about restoring the gifts, restoring the fivefold ministry. There's mm-hmm. been a lot more passion to re- in restoring the titles than actually the function, the ministry itself. We want to see people right. uh, actually grow in these giftings. And yeah. often just I feel like the Holy Spirit's telling me just to hang for a moment on this one as well, especially in the area of the prophetic. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, there are those who at one time and there's some of you out there, you you had high level, good prophetic um, we'll say good prophetic intel. And there was like, uh, you know, it was amazing. As they say, you read somebody's mail and, and it was, it, it was right on. And, and people uh, just cheered you on from that and maybe even started calling you prophet from that moment on. If you let it go to your head, if you let it go to your head, um, it's amazing. I've seen so many people, so many people in ministry with a prophet card that haven't had another prophetic bit of anything in 10, 20 years because they became a head case 10, Mm. 20 years before. And there's just a natural thing. The Lord resists the proud. He's not going to be giving you intel. He's not going to be giving you insight if he's resisting you. Mm. And you don't want to be being resisted by him. You want him to be pouring out to you more. So uh, don't act like your God's gift to mankind. It's just crazy because I love to see the body of Christ step into gifting and all that. But it, there is a percentage that I'm like, oh, my goodness, that was the worst thing. Uh, they they could not handle the Lord doing, um, you know, they heal one person. Um, they give one word that's right on. And then um, they become, uh, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know what. Goes I, on. I know exactly what you mean. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. So let's not do that. OK, let's not do that. That's um, right. Um, that's that's not what we want. All right. I know we're about closing time here. Let me see if I had anything I had to um, 
Oh, yeah, I have to close with either blowing a shofar again or allowing the shofar to be blown. I'm, yeah, I'm glad I looked at my notes um, here again. So because this is a point. The Lord was doing something. That's really what he wanted me. He's like, hey, I'm releasing stuff. I'm releasing my kids. I'm releasing my sons and daughters. I want them activated. I want them stepping into presence, anointing. And yeah, it, yeah. understanding it as frequency, short-circuiting the frequency of the enemy, enemy mm-hmm. countering him, releasing it. Because I'm the body of Christ all over is talking about frequency and quantum and as if it's the enemy and he's got all this. And we're like, what are we going to do? They got AI coming in and it's running off. And, and right. we have disempowered ourselves with conversation, not understanding that really where the whole conversation is going is into the field that he's empowering us for. And we just have to rise, uh, rise and shine uh, in that. So I think I am going to just blow the shofar um, uh, today. And so here's, I do have another sign and a sign that will make you wonder um, that I, I did write down. <clears throat> so this is going to be one. And, and I feel like the Lord's confirming it right now. I had to see if he, he confirmed it. So when I blow the shofar again, this is for you to be activated as an Isaiah 61 Oak of Righteousness. These Oak of Righteousness are those that rebuild ruined cities. These are anointed. Mm-hmm. The spirit of the sovereign Lord's upon you is anointed you to set the captives free at every level. You know, in church, in your family, human trafficking, and mm. but it's to rebuild ruined cities, the desolations of many generations. That's why I said we got to go ahead and have 200,000 of these activated now. And that you just say, be unto me as according to your word, be unto me as according to your word. As Mary said that we sometimes yeah. we're trying to do too much and like, OK, got to enter the triathlon and do this and that. No, it's like just be it unto me or David gets on his knees and allows uh, uh, Samuel to anoint him. It says, and the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that moment. So yes. he will do that. It's a gifting he's given me because of who he's called me to be. I have a history of it as well. I know it can be released and it can be released through sound and it mm. can be released through faith. And it's through your faith receiving it as well. And we have got to begin to arise and shine to the whole next level. We're in the middle of a storm. It's a big storm unprecedented changes are about to be upon the face of the earth. If you think we've gone through a lot, we have, but this is going to be a storm that advances the kingdom of God, a storm that takes us into kingdom activity, kingdom foundations in an unprecedented way. And so we want to accelerate. So here's, here's one. And um, this could be mocked. This could be mocked by but we're going to put, we're going to put parameters on it. I believe the Lord wants to heal some of your teeth mm. and he wants to, he's going to do so in a supernatural way. And this is, pri- it is primarily for those uh, who would be prohibitive economically. Like you're like, I need this taken care of, but I can't get it taken care of. I don't have the resources or you don't mind being a showcase for God. God. And so there's going to be a sign of gold teeth. And, and so, what you can do, you can either take a picture before I blow the shofar in your mouth um, where you need it. And you know they're not gold teeth right now. Or you can get the confirmation um, if, you, if you're a dentist and you have a dentist who's taken as like they can prove the pictures that you didn't have the gold teeth before. And then listen and believe. Again, this is just for a tiny percentage of you. So the rest of you still receive the empowerment. But there are some. Um, this is available. I'll see some, there's at least one 
that, and I see this picture now, that you listen and believe as I blow the shofar. And what's going to be different is the tooth or teeth that needed um, being touched. They're going to be totally 100% covered in gold. Not wow. like there's people take pictures and then there's like, I think that's gold now. Is it gold? Is it? And right. So, so we're, we're trying to do these things. We know they're blind signs and wonders or they're signs and wonders people aren't sure about. Let's do mm-hmm. legitimate, so a legitimate one where it's going to be gold colored. Now, if you get it tested, if you get the tooth pulled, they're like, it wasn't actually 18 karat gold, 14 karat gold. It's probably not going to be 14 karat or 18 karat because they're too soft from what I understand. So you need something that's a little bit more translucent and it's going to be like totally divine, supernatural, honestly. Wow. It'd be good to get wow. the tooth pulled out and find exactly what happens. And um, and so it's going to be a harder surface than that. So um, it, you can either take the picture inside your mouth, but as I'm blowing the shofar, you need a touch in your in your mouth like that. And you're like, I don't have the resources for it. You open up, you open your mouth up. And, and as I blow, allow that to come in. And then, of course, we want to hear from you. Don't keep that miracle to yourself because that's that's a rare one. That's a rare one. I'm jumping over to the comments right now and I'm seeing things pop up because I, I want to, I want to read through them. Cause we might, I might see it um, here. I only have access to Facebook guys. I don't have access to rumble. Um, but I see a lot of people saying I need a, I need teeth miracle. Well, um, bunch and of it people. could be, and it could be, um, it could be something different according to your faith. Again, this is, we're just going to, the shofar is going to take us into, this is like help towards heaven. And then he releases according to what you want. You may be saying in your in your um, in your in your mind, yeah, applying it to my gums or or whatever else. Like they're saying, there's all kinds of other things you can uh, apply it to. But I believe that he he wants to do that, and we understand that probably you know three quarters of those who will watch it over the next even five days aren't live. They'll they'll come on, um, and so this is everybody know this applies to you whether you are live or not. The Holy Spirit is timeless in this kind of way. And so he knows, you know, if this is, you know, a week from now, uh, um, and this is your first time watching it, this is to be activated then. But this is, first of all, again, so no confusion. Uh, This is for, again, one more time. This is a repeat of last week in the sense of activation. If you weren't there, or even if you were, and, or sometimes you just need to be immersed in it again. You know, sometimes it wouldn't do some of you bad to listen to the shofar blowing like 10 times in a row. The Lord had me. Uh, there was some uh, a song. Uh, honestly, I'll tell you, it was Shane and Shane, uh, Psalm 46. I, mm-hmm. I listened to it one hour straight while I was driving. Men, by the, and by the, the second half, I was reverberating uh, with it. Sometimes there's just repetition of something. The Lord's like, just get in it, get immersed, get immersed. And if something's of faith of his presence, of his spirit, sometimes it can Uh, It can quicken you because the kingdom of God is not in word only. It is in power indeed. Like it's not really kingdom unless it comes in power. So we got to start embracing it and, 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 and sorting through, okay, what's fake, what's not, what's fine, but let's get the real and let's go with it. So time's up. So we're going to blow the shofar. Holy spirit. I thank you for all you're going to do and for your sons and daughters, you're going to meet at this time. And in, in the name of Jesus, let the supernatural help for the teeth come in. Lord, I ask that you would release and activate the angel that's assigned even for the gold at this time. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name.
the name of Jesus. The power of God come on your sons and daughters. Let those teeth be filled. Let your gold come, Lord. You're doing a double message there. I can make gold show up anywhere. If I can make gold show up on your teeth, I can put gold in your wallet as well. But that's the secondary message. But Lord, thank you for your power being released again on your sons and daughters, the activation on your sons and daughters, you laying your hands on your sons and daughters, releasing your power. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. For whatever you needed, for whatever you needed. Thank you, Lord. Just a second more. Yeah. Touch them, Lord. Their mind, their spirit, their bodies, intestinal system. Insomnia. Some of you are there saying, I really need, I haven't slept for good. Insomnia is being cast out with that. Mm. And, and don't be afraid to listen to the shofar again, believing. Again, it's just help from God. And so in that, as you connect with it, the spirit of God gets released. The power of God gets released. It's time for us to arise in power. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. So you guys get go up and look in the mirror. Someone commented that. And I'm like, yeah, you got to go look in the mirror. Um, so yes, go look and check. And uh, someone did say their, their teeth were like vibrating during the blowing of the shofar. So that's awesome. All right, you guys keep commenting. And that yeah. Johnny, that shofar, that that's really powerful. I can just, I'm more of a feeler, you guys. So, wow. Um, very powerful. Ooh, yeah. I'm reverberating. Still, yeah. Still. It's very powerful. So thank you so much, Johnny, for coming on yeah. and just addressing all the things. I really appreciate our conversation, even in the beginning, you sharing your heart on that, being truthful on that. Um, and being, I know it's crazy to even say being brave enough to tell the truth uh, on that, but yeah. a lot of, a lot of people in ministry won't, won't do that. So I really appreciate that, Johnny. And just everything else you shared. I know you guys were so blessed by Johnny coming on. You are every single Monday. You do not want to miss tomorrow's episode. Um, Steve is going to be on with Charlie Shamp. Steve will finally be back. Yay. And he'll be on with Charlie Shamp. But before we end um, today's episode, how can people you? Um, I know we have restore7.org, but you're on Facebook and all that other stuff, right? Do you have any upcoming yeah, events? We we do. I've, uh, you know, um, I forgot to ask. I, it was supposed to be today. Maybe it's, we, we really have two huge announcements of something that are amazing um, that are going to be available for the body of Christ. We kind of test pilot of them. Um, I guess that's what you call it. Test system uh, with a handful of thousands. And, um, and it's really um, going to be something, something good, but I'm not supposed to announce it yet. So that might've already been more than I was supposed to, but it's it, today was one of the options, but I forgot to ask them again. So I'm guessing it wasn't. Okay. Next time maybe, but that's, yes. but you're, you're giving us a teaser. Yes. Okay, so make sure you guys follow Johnny and go to restore7.org. And I'm sure you have an itinerary, itinerary there where they can follow along with what you and Elizabeth are doing. Right. That I, I, mainly don't tell where I'm going anymore, but, um, so, but there are other things that are said there anyway. So a lot of, most of my travel is, um, um, well, it's just different now. We'll just put it that way. So, okay. It's, but some things are there. all the platforms he'll yeah. share when he's going somewhere. All right, Johnny, thanks again so much for joining Thank us. We'll see you back next Monday. Happy birthday again. Thank you. And birthday tomorrow, you guys, <laughs> you guys, this 
this is live, Johnny. We're not pre-recording. <laughs> so, all right, you guys. Don't want to miss tomorrow. Steve will be back with Charlie Champ. See you later. Love you guys. God bless. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.